Okay, it's time for another week with the Common Sense American, and I thank you for tuning in because, frankly, I only do this for fun. I'm not getting paid. It's hardly a job of any sort. I just do this because I sometimes feel the need to speak out. I do it once a week, and frankly, given the way things are now, I'm very glad that I do because it's really my only outlet. Uh, as the weeks go on, you feel more and more oppressed and marginalized. And I did a, a podcast last week about how this ramp up in Democrat insanity is affecting me personally. And I, I mean, I don't want it to sound like I can't handle it or, it's, you know, I'm, you know, staying up nights thinking about it. I'm not. Well, what I mean to say is, is that for the first time in my life, I feel as if I'm the one who's being shouted down. I'm the one who's being silenced. And for no reason. I would understand it if I had done something wrong um, or if I was a danger to somebody or if my ideas really were horribly backwards, but they're not and they're still coming after me. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Um, but I think at, at its core, the, the fundamental differences between left and right right now are huge. And that's why there is such a, a gap that continues to widen. And when you look at what people, both sides really believe in, um, that's when you see, I think, the biggest gap, which is why this week, I wanted to give you, this gives you a bird's eye view of really how today's leftist uh, shapes up in the world. And when you think about it and realize what they actually believe, you don't, say, oh, no, I disagree with that, or I, I don't think that that's the right way to go. You say, holy crap, these people are dangerous. And beyond dangerous, to the point where you, you worry that they're, they really do, they want to start a war. So I have compiled just a little list here of the five things you will never hear a Democrat say, or at least I've never heard them say. And again, it will, I think it'll give you an overview. I think it's a very nice little summation of where 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 we are and where their mindset is and what we're fighting against. Okay, so let's let's start with number five. Number five is this: the, the number five thing you will never hear a Democrat say is illegals should be deported. Now, we have taken the concept of extenuating circumstances surrounding our admittedly broken immigration system and completely flipped it around, or at least leftists have, to say that that's it. There should be no illegals. No one here illegally is actually illegal. No one here illegally is actually breaking federal law. Uh, every single one of them are just hardworking, desperate people fleeing from some problem overseas, seeking a better life here, blah, blah, blah. Based on the welfare numbers of these people and the fact that the overwhelming majority are getting some form of assistance from the government, and on top of which, they're not just getting assistance from our government for a few months. There, if you look at it, immigrant families, many of them are getting them for years and years and generations now. And if you look at the criminal records, uh, I believe there was a statistic a few years ago released by Department of Homeland Security. This is not by some right-wing outlet. This is by the government. This is by DHS that said of the percentage of illegals currently in this country, 78% uh, or 80% have existing criminal records. Gee, there's a surprise. They go and break federal law. They go sneak into another country. Surprise, surprise, they have other criminal convictions or accusations of some sort in their past. That's not a surprise to anybody, I guess, except leftists. 
The problem with the phrase that illegals shouldn't be shouldn't be deported is that you're basically saying that there should be no citizenship law, there should be no immigration law, and honestly, this is what they believe. They believe that you can have a functioning country without borders and without citizenship law. They believe this. And given the sheer percentage of drug running and crime that comes flooding into this country, that, you know, and they're trying to avoid authorities, at least it hinders them a little, to take that away entirely and allow these people to run roughshod throughout the entire nation is so idiotic, I can't even begin to tell you. And it gives you, again, look at it, it gives you an idea of what they, what they believe. They believe that there should be no laws for this. In other words, if you came here illegally, you knew you were doing it illegally, it doesn't matter what the situation is, you can't be deported. This is what they believe. It doesn't matter if you're a rapist and a killer. You shouldn't be deported. We'll just pay for them in our jails. Or worse yet, we'll let them out in our country while we hem and haul over what we should do about it and how long we should allow them to stay here and where we should allow them to stay. None of that is acceptable. None of it. And it tells you an idea where they stand on law and order, which is basically none of it. Because in their politically correct adult minds, these people are completely above suspicion, just like all minorities at this point. And it's getting insane. It's their the logic and common sense right out the window. Okay. Number four on the list of things you will never hear Democrats say is, I support the Constitution as is. Now, I add as is, because what you will hear, you will hear a lot of leftists and Democrats say, no, I, I support the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, but there's always a but in there. It's a big butt monkey. It's there. And then they'll go on some spiel about how there's, it's, there's problems with it and it needs to be updated. Now, before I get too far down the road here, let me just say I am not completely against the idea of revisiting uh, official documents, uh, you know, drawn up 300 years ago. Uh, for countries, uh, times change, people change, and yes, I understand there are fundamental rights and wrongs that we should write in stone and leave that way because this is how humans should live. However, when we start talking about, um, you know, how humans should be interacting with each other and how we do interact with each other, the role weapons play in society today has dramatically changed uh, compared to, you know, 250 years ago when we were building a country. Um, the role of Freedom of speech has changed. Now, that one should just stay the hell the way it is because we need it desperately more than ever. But if you think about it, that's the one that leftists want to change. They want the entire Constitution basically redrawn up in their own image, let's face it. But that one, the number one uh, amendment there, that's the one they want to have full control over because they don't believe in it. They haven't for a while now been being vocal about it. I know because I can't say certain things and neither can you. You say them, you will be eviscerated on social media. If you have a business, they'll try and shut it down. The media will try to destroy you. You do not have freedom of speech when it comes to certain topics, depending on the color of your skin. And if you're white, you have almost none. You can't say anything right now except apologize. I did a podcast on that a little while ago as well. They say, I do not support the Constitution as is. I want changes. I want this to be changed. I think all of this is outdated. Like I said, I think it's okay to revisit these things as the times change and societies change, civilizations change. While we maintain the uh, fundamental basics of humanity, those things should be there. And we should take a look at uh, these documents to see uh, which amendments, which portions of these documents uh, pertain strictly to fundamental human living and those that could actually be revisited. And there, there might be a few. But the whole country should be in on that. Everybody should be able to vote on it and agree on it as to whether or not this should be changed or this should be altered a little bit to perhaps better reflect the times we live in or better reflect 
just the way humanity is today, uh, again, while certain things, for example, amendment number one, not being changed one iota, uh, but that's, that's a whole different thing than what Democrats want. They don't want you to have any say in it at all. They don't believe that any of these things should be talked about. They will make fun of you if you quote the Constitution of the Declaration of Independence. They will run the people down who created these documents. They're already doing it. They're tearing their statues down. Don't forget. They start, if, you're, if they're tearing the statues down of the people who wrote these documents, do you really think they support these documents? Yeah, this is, this is where we stand. This is our problem. We have these people now who are basically saying to hell with all of this. We need all of this redone, but again, only in our image, only with what we believe. So if you support these things and you support the what this country is founded upon, you will now be targeted. You are now an enemy. You are now ignorant. These are what those the leftists believe in, and that is why we need to fight back as hard as we can because they are basically chopping away the foundation of the country. I don't mind revisiting the foundations of a country. I don't mind that. I mind it when you're mindlessly tearing it down to replace it with your own authoritarian, borderline tyrannical agenda. That's my problem. Now, number three, the things you will never hear a Democrat say is white people can be discriminated against. They don't believe this. They don't believe you can be racist against white people. They only believe that white people can be racist. They don't even believe minorities can be racist. I have said in the past that the most racist people on the planet basically are other cultures. I, you know, especially, for example, like in Asian cultures, the Chinese do not like the Japanese and vice versa. And that's just never going to change. That's the way it is. <laughs> you know what? Neither of those countries really seem to have that big of a problem with it. That's just the way it is. They really don't like each other. They're not riding in the streets over who likes who. And it happens in Europe, too. There are various parts of Europe where this country does not like that country. This region does not like this region. That's just the way it is. They're not having wars. They're not hanging each other in the streets. They just don't like each other. You're not allowed to do that here, especially if you're white. They don't believe that anybody who isn't white can be racist. They don't believe a white person can be discriminated against. They don't believe a white person can be can be a victim of a hate crime. They can only be guilty of a hate crime. This is the racist world in which we live. They have done this over and over and over, and now we've reached a point where if you read a news story and you hear about a hate crime, there is zero chance of the victim being white and 100% chance of the so-called uh, uh, perpetrator being white. That's just the way it is. There are no stories you will ever hear about white people being oppressed, marginalized, or attacked. You won't hear these. You'll find them on some right-wing publications. You'll find them there, but that's about it. And they will be immediately, if you try and put that on social media, Facebook, Twitter, they'll probably just take it off. They don't believe in any of this. They do not believe in this. They're the most racist people in the world right now because they're racist against white people. These are the same people where we got white people coming out of college that will freely give up jobs that they earned and say they will give up jobs they earned to black people or Latin American people or people of uh, minority people just in general just because of the color of their skin. And they don't care if those people are qualified. They don't care that they went to school and earned that degree and were trained in whatever it is and are going to go to work at it and they were trained to do it. They're going to bow out and give it to somebody who's not trained to do it because of the color of their skin. And they're bowing out because of the color of their own skin. That's the definition of racism. And it's insane. That's not how you fix this. That's not how you deal with this. Equality 
is about giving people equal opportunities. That means all the way through school, they have equal opportunities, and boy, do they ever. In college, the only people with equal opportunities right now are minorities. If you're white in college, you better just shut up and hide, because if you don't, they're coming after you. If you speak up against it, you probably have to change schools, either that or just get the hell out. And that is the world they're being raised in. Then they get out into the real world and they find companies, all the major companies, basically flat out saying in, uh, in, in listings for jobs, you know, diversity welcome, we welcome people of different uh, creeds and things. Basically, that's code for no white people. That's code for if you apply and you're a white male, we'll think about you last. That's really what this means. And by the way, you should be thought about it last. That's the way all these people think. You need to be at the bottom of the societal rung. They don't believe you can be discriminated against if you're white. You have nothing to complain about. You're privileged. In fact, no matter what your situation, it doesn't mean if you're homeless on the street, if you're white, you should still be apologizing for being white. Now, I don't want to beat this too much because I've talked about it uh, quite a bit in, in recent weeks because it's really getting to me, but I guarantee that is number three on the list. That is something you will not hear left to say, that you believe that they believe a white person can be discriminated against and can there can be racism perpetrated against whites. They don't believe that. They've never really believed that. And now it's obvious that they don't believe that. And it's scary as hell because this is showing us who they really are. This is showing us exactly who they are. They're the most racist people alive. I can't even talk to them anymore because I get this feeling that they really don't like me entirely based on the color of my skin. How is that right? And the weirdest part is they're white. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. You didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. None of us did anything wrong. I've never been racist in my life. Neither have you. What are you talking about? How, I, how is it that we are the villains all the time? That can't be accurate. And it's not. Anyway, moving on. Number two on the list of things you'll never hear left to say. I love America. Oh, see, they make a good show of saying they support and they want to change and they want to fix it. They never say, I love America. Note the distinct lack of American flags at all Democrat conventions. Pretty soon, all they're going to fly is the Black Lives Matter flag, the gay or LGBT flag, and that's it. You're not going to see the American flag. I will bet you you won't. If that's the case, what is this telling you? They're not saying they want to fix a great country. They're saying they want to fix a country that they hate. And they don't really want to fix it. They just want to revamp it, again, very much in their own image. In the meantime, if you say, I love America, they're coming right back at you. They're saying that you're the, you're the problem. Patriotism is a disease. Nationalism is a disease. That you should not be standing up for the national anthem. That you should not be supporting, again, the foundations of this country, like the Constitution and Declaration of Independence. That, God forbid, you support the president. No, no. shouldn't be doing any of this. I love America is an antiquated idea that leads to ideas of elitism and imperialism and racism, which none of, it, none of that is true and hasn't been true in a very long time. On top of which, the very phrase, I love America, does not imply any of those things. It might imply them in your twisted, politically correct, insane heads. It does not imply anything in any normal person's head. All it implies, all it means, is that they love the country they are in. That's it. Every other country is allowed to be very much in favor of their own country. They're very allowed to be patriotic. They're, and they are. If you look at so many of these countries... Uh, especially during sporting events where other countries where countries play other countries, or if you watch um, uh, just uh, events 
where they, their uh, various countries are coming together. Uh, they're, they're so patriotic. They have their flags out. They're all, they got paint and everything of who they're supporting. They're very happy about where they are. They love their country. They love being there. They love living there. They, yes, all countries have their own problems. And they admit it. They all say that. Yes, there are things we want to change. There are things we can do better. But we, at our core, we're going to continue to support this country because we should. That's what we are. We are citizens of this country. We're here for a reason. And we're here to support it and love it. And that's the only way you really fix problems in a country. You don't fix problems if you hate it. Because bad things happen, then you just destroy it. And, well, lo and behold, that's precisely what is happening. They're destroying the country because they hate the country. That much is obvious to me and is obvious to everyone else. They don't know this country. They haven't in a long time. And to hear them say it, no. I'll give you money if you ever hear a Democrat say that. Guarantee there's another butt monkey at the end of it if they say it, which means they really don't. It erases the I love America part if they say, oh, I love America, but no, no, you don't. We know you don't. And pretty soon they're just not going to say it at all. And if you say it in their presence, they'll probably just attack you. That's how insane and backwards they are. Okay, so now we have arrived. Number one on the list, and I think anybody who has been involved in any sort of political debate, especially on the internet, uh, they can attest to this. This is a big one because it, again, proves their maturity level of the left. It, it proves just how hostile and hateful they are. Um, Number one of the thing that you of the things you will never hear a Democrat or leftist say, be it citizen or politician, is "I'm sorry." You will never hear them apologize. Not ever. It doesn't happen. It doesn't matter if they're flat out wrong. It doesn't matter if they've been proven wrong a hundred times. It doesn't matter if they've clearly made a mistake. It doesn't matter. They are never wrong. They will never say they're sorry. They will never apologize, especially to us especially to someone of a different political bent. They will never apologize. It doesn't matter how grotesquely wrong they may have been. They will not apologize. Don't expect it. Because they can't. Because they have massive superiority complexes. Because they are fundamentally incapable of feeling any sort of wrong, guilt, remorse, they can't be wrong because in their world, they're superior to us. They have superior knowledge and education. They're superior in every way. So for them to be wrong and for us to be right just throws their whole world out of whack. And they can't admit it. They, they wouldn't be able to handle it. But in general, it's just a, a uh, it's indicative of the level of maturity with which we are dealing. They don't have any maturity. We have 45-year-old children walking around, and many of them vote Democrat. They are the most immature people on the planet. Their reaction now is just to scream at you. Their reaction is to scream or attack you. They don't have anything left. They have name calling and screaming and attacking. That's it. Forget about I'm sorry. Forget about civil discourse. They are not capable of that. They become insane foot soldiers of a radical agenda that is threatening to destabilize the country. Well, it has destabilized the country. They're going to do worse. And they will not apologize for it when it lies in ashes and ruins. No, no. When's the last time you heard of a Democrat politician apologizing for anything? When's the last time you heard Hillary or Biden or Pelosi or Omar or that idiot Newsom out west? When's the last time you heard about any of these people apologizing for making a mistake? What about Fossey? That guy's been wrong about just about everything there is. He's been wrong in every model, every prediction, every projection. They've all been wrong. At the very least, they've been wildly inaccurate. Has he apologized ever? No. Have any of these people ever apologized for ever making a mistake? No. 
And they're certainly not going to apologize to us, God forbid, because they can't be wrong. These people are children. This is what we're dealing with. There's not much point in trying to debate with people if they can't even concede a simple point. I say I'm sorry all the time. I know I'm wrong all the time. There's many times I've been wrong in my life. That's how we gain wisdom. That's how we gain knowledge. That's how we get better. That's how we improve. We say, oh, well, that was a mistake. I didn't get that right. I'm sorry. I, I, I misquoted that, or I didn't read the statistic correctly, or I really thought about this the wrong way, or I never thought about it that way. That's how people, educated, mature adults, think. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. Do you see Democrats doing this? Because I don't. They're supposed to be superior. They can barely function using their own brains at this point. All they're doing is parroting back the leftist agenda and attacking you if you don't believe it. Forget I'm sorry. That's out the window. It's, it's kind of a scary situation, I got to say. I don't really know what to do about it, but I can tell you that this is what we're facing. And I believe that those five things are accurate. If you believe otherwise, by all means, let me know. Like I said, I like to learn things. If you come across a Democrat who, uh, who does say these things, or one of these things, great, let me know. I'd like to know if there's any moderate leftists left out in the world. I keep saying there are. I keep One of my podcasts was dedicated to the idea that the majority of Democrats are still moderate and are still leftists. And the media is making us believe that that's not the case. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are all extremists now. Certainly start to feel that way. Anyway, that's my uh, podcast for this week. Uh, Thank you again for listening. You can catch me every week. I do a quick show, 20 minutes, 25 minutes at the outside. I don't do ads. I don't do any explicit content. So it's always family friendly. It's always free. Um, Just click and listen no matter what you're doing, browsing around. It's it's a good thing to have because you don't have to watch a video. Uh, I'm on Google Play and Apple iTunes and Stitcher and Alexa and Spotify and all those. So by all means, just check me out, the Common Sense American, and uh, subscribe, please. That would be a great help. Or leave me one of those, leave me a review, maybe on iTunes. That helps. Apple doesn't like me very much because I'm I'm conservative, of course, so they hate me. Uh, But they can't ignore a really positive review, so that's always good. And sharing always helps as well. Um, So again, please, everybody, uh, keep using your brains. Stay grounded. Stay logical. uh, Do not bow to emotion. Do not bow to the left. We're not bowing. We're not kneeling. We're not scraping. We're not doing any of these things. We're just going to be better than they are. And to do that, we just have to keep being more mature and understanding what we're fighting against. And that's really the key. So thank you again, and I'll see you again next week.